Last time, Galaxy and Mimi are able to save Dave. They traveled all over the continent, and after borrowing money from the Musketeers, and Mimi sacrificing a diamond from her helmet, the gang had what they needed for their resurrection ritual. Why did the fighter insist on bringing his sword to the big gala? He said it was his plus one. Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters! Welcome to another Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters episode um, of 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons. And I am... Well, to my right is Kurt's daddy, the dungeon master. And I, to my left, is <sighs> Birdie Atanone's Galaxy and the, the Elf Wizard. And I am Mimi, the everybody's favorite elf druid, the leader of the pack. Especially uh, a surfer boy who is sadly not going to be here today because he is still um, healing from me using my diamond to save him. <laughs> that was a that was a great job, great job. Introducing Nailed it. Us. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, as I said, welcome everyone to Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters. Girls, how was your summer? Good. Broke a wrist. Yeah, we talked about that last time, but it's just, uh, I feel the need to say, or question, or ask. I like to ask, how was your summer? Because this is the longest break that we'd ever taken in playing since we started this show. So it feels like that we took the entire summer off. And so I apologize to everyone that's been uh, patiently waiting for this next episode to come out. But uh, at least... Well, summer's been busy. We went to South Dakota. We went up to Grand Marais again. Mm -hmm. Um... Got to go to Wyoming too because we took a big road trip across yeah. uh, across the Midwest of the United States. Yeah, um, I slept in today. It takes a lot of time <laughs> to do that to sleep in as much I as know, you do. Like, I know, I slept until like nine. <laughs> yep. So I got to remember how to uh, to record and edit and post all this stuff again because it's been forever. But have we grown any gray hairs yet? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, just being the father of you two gives me lots of gray hairs. Um, I totally did not spray any gray hairspray. Is that why I have gray no, hair? No, I, I didn't. I never did that. You've been no, painting my hair in my no, sleep. That's great. No, no. All right. Well, let's. Uh, I think. I think we should just jump into it. Let's. Uh, let's play Dungeons and Dragons because it's been yes. so long. Let's play D and D. Okay, so with our Dave here, this is going to be a very quick episode. Oh, uh, so that's what you think. Yes. So, let, so let's remind Dave, Dave you. Dave has been the trouble all these years of you editing and editing it's, and editing. It's actually Dave's fault why we, we haven't gotten together and played for so long. Yeah, Dave. Way to go, Dave. Wait, who is going to play Dave? Like, was it going to be Matt? Was it going to be Trent? Was it Can gonna it be me? Was it going to be A-A-Ron? A-A-Ron. <laughs> <laughs> You done messed up. <laughs> All right. Um, 
Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so we had left off. You girls had made it to the capital city of Miam. It's the human center of civilization. It's a very, very yeah. large city. Wait, civilization. 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 And in this gigantic city is you found a temple to the god Bahamut, and you had met Dimitri, uh, who was the, the head clerk that was there, and he had actually performed the spell to bring Dave back using the diamond that Mimi had so selflessly given up. It was the only diamond that she had on her helmet. And, uh, it was they, the most powerful thing. It could do all the spells on my helmet. and It did all the things. Everything in one moment and would destroy anything that would stop it or anything like that. Um, it would even kill Galaxy and Dave if I really wanted it. If you really wanted to. Which I would. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we are, we are now back to classic form of Mimi hating Dave, I imagine. <laughs> so, but we Dave, <laughs> why'd you make me waste that diamond? Yep. So, so you're there with Dimitri, and we're going to pick up right where, where we had left off, of Dave is standing there in the doorway, looking tired, looking haggard, just being brought back from the dead, and he says, hey, girls. Dave, it worked. I've got something to tell you. You better get me another diamond. And that's when his, his eyes roll back into his head and his knees buckle underneath him and he collapses to the ground. Oh, oh sorry, but, sorry. But Dimitri is there and it very quickly is able to, to grab his, his little form and, and support his weight. Oh. And Dimitri says he's, he's very, very weak. This, this type of spell takes a lot out of a person. So I would suggest that you don't travel or take him anywhere for at least a couple of days and, and let him recover. Could Is there like a bed we could have him rest here or no? Yeah, so after, Dimitri tells you that he does have a place that Dave can stay for as long as, as you need for him to, to recover from this, uh, this very strenuous um, ordeal that he just went through. And in fact, he Dimitri needs a favor from the two of you. Yes. What? If it includes a payment of a thousand... Uh, of a get that's um worth a thousand coins i'm in what what do you need an agate for well i can cast this spell if an agate is worth a thousand coins and it can bring anything like a plant a chair chicken animal and make them as smart as a hum as a human whatever and they it's for like a couple weeks and then they can choose if they want and then they're that smart forever. So the look on his face is he's a little disturbed by this spell that you want to want to cast with this. I want to do it on my chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and he is very dumb. <laughs> on, on, a, on a chicken. Yes. He would fight like a... He would yeah, use nunchucks. Would <laughs> <laughs> so, well, all right. Well, so the, the, the favor that I have to ask is that I need someone, some capable adventurers, to go down into the, the crypts and tunnels and dungeons below the church. Ah, oh, vampire! No. That, oh. Well, I, well, that, I, do, I don't know. Oh. Um, we had our good friend, Sir Wyatt Class, 
he went down there with a couple of his his troops. And they have not come back yet. You want us to get them? Yes. What if... You know, and can if we you, get a payment? If you'd be willing to do this, I would be willing to give you the agate that you are looking for. And I would be willing to refund the gold that you paid for the res- resurrection of days. Yeah! What about me? Oh, um, you can have... Keep... No, we have to bring it back to Doc. I'm I'm sure that we could find something. Actually, let's let's do that real quick. Can you no, what if no? What if we get no? What if we give you a baby corgi? Galaxy. So, <clears throat> I want some clothing for my. I'm dog. going to. All right. So he says that we do have some magical items that we could offer to you, and upon completion, uh, I would allow you to have something from the church's reserves. Um. Does that count as clothing for corgis? It well, it it could be. Um, do you want to roll? I want a, I want a butterfly costume for my corgi. What? <laughs> a butterfly costume? No, it's it's like they dress up as a fly and there's a butter on them. You want a costume for boom? Yes, to make them into okay butter. On so it. I was gonna have you roll. <laughs> For a random magical item on a table, but if you would rather have a corgi, a costume for your undead flesh golem corgi. Birdie, this this magical item could be like my helmet. Eh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, you're like. Dimitri sticks his hand out and says, "Deal." (laughs) But it has to be a. There has to be some like. It has to be very nice. It, it will be very nice. I Thank I will you. I will hire the finest seamstress okay. in all of Miam. Can you put like a oh like a hat like one fourth of an ounce of diamond in it? One fourth of an ounce of diamond. You want like you want the costume to be jewel encrusted. Yes. Um. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll see what I can do. At least um, just one thing of jewel. This is amazing. This is <laughs> me. Oh my gosh! This, she puts her hands over her face and is. Like, says under her breath this is embarrassing because <laughs> Brady, you could have gotten like a wand that could do any spell do, do you want to roll for it just to see what it could have been and then and then you can decide so do you know how to roll a d100 you need <gasps> you need two ten siders two ten si- what are what are ten siders <laughs> okay yep those are them yep I both know. of those yeah. one has a single digit on it and the other one has a a, a ten spot on it yeah. Do you see that? I it's like a. Right yeah, there's the right ones. You see how it's got zero, zero on it? Nine, zero? Yeah, so that's the 10 spot. So you roll both of those together. And then what's what's the double number one? Is that so a, 70. Okay, so okay, 76 is what that stands for. No, it's 79. 70, no, the line yeah, is underneath. It's 76. It's 76. 76. So, that, so that's how you roll a D100. Now, what, what'd you get? What? What you get? Here's what you would have gotten. You would have got an object called Eyes of Charming. What is that? I have no idea. Let's find out. Sounds boring. <laughs> it sounds boring. Eyes of Charming. So the Eyes of Charming. This is a wondrous item. Uh, oh, they're glasses. Uh, these Are they co- spectacles? They're, they're, spectacles. Like, they're like Luna glasses. Yeah. The... Um, yeah, they're like, yeah, so, see those glasses in the upper corner there? Eh. They're gold with blue blue lenses in it? Okay, so here's the description of them. 
These crystal lenses fit over the eyes. They have three charges. While wearing them, you can expend one charge as an action to cast the charm spell on a humanoid within 30 feet of you, provided that you and the target can see each other. The lenses regain all expended char charges daily at dawn. So they let you cast charm three times a day without expending a spell slot. Nah. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Alright, corgi costume it is! No, no, but she's saying it has to be a fly costume, but there has to be a stick of butter on it. Uh, yeah. But I'm also saying I want it to have like this very nice hat, and I want it to be like powerful. To look like they're It's not going to be magical. I know, I just want it to look like they're intimidating. Okay, yeah, totally. Yeah. A fly and butter is so intimidating. I, I will say this. How about this? So the, this costume will be so good that when Boom is wearing it, he gets advantage on intimidation checks. Yeah! Oh, and also when he ever he wears it, a glow of light will come on him. And he'll go, oh! mm, No, no, because again, it's not magical. You could, well, you're a wizard. You could cast an illusion no. on him to make him look like if he's going to glow. If it's a broken costume, I'm going to love it still. It's going to be fun. Just so, like a broken wing and the little antenna things are just like to the side. Just wait, okay. So I just want to be clear. So this isn't a butterfly <laughs> costume. It's no. a fly costume with a butter on it. Yes. So that you can say that it's a butterfly. Yes. <laughs> okay. No, a butterfly is a fly that's made out of butter. All right, so do we have a deal? Deal, yes, I yes. want an egg that's worth a thousand coins so I can make Mr. Bok Bok go okay. Bok Bok. <laughs> so, <laughs> I can Bok Bok. All right, so again, the person that you're looking for, his name is Sir Wyatt Class. And can both of you roll a... Actually, one of you roll a history check, but... I will. Damn, I have a plus eight at history. I have a plus two. <laughs> what's the other one? Uh, no, Dad, what's the other one? What do you mean, what's the other one? Like history or what? It would, um, for well, for this particular role, it would just be history. Okay. Or religion, be maybe? I do, yeah, no, but, th but this particular one is specifically history. Are you good at religion? Uh, a natural 20. Yep. A natural 20. Okay, roll it again. Natural twenty. Natural so twenty. Okay. Twenty-eight. So so. Almost thirty. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So Galaxy uh, 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 puts her finger up to her chin and she starts thinking, and then Mimi says, "Wyatt, where have I heard that name before?" <gasps> and that triggers with Galaxy that she does remember where she has heard that name before. I don't remember. Way, 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 way back at the beginning like of this the first campaign. Episode? Not the first episode, Aww. but when you had first gotten oh, back... Oh, the guy the poop? The poop? No. The boat guy? No. So when you had gotten back the to... The guy that helped me when I was crazy as a werewolf? No. No. Before that... That guy who was trying to steal the dragon's breath? Uh, before that. The guy... The guy with the pot! <laughs> wait, so wait, wait, what dragon stealing the dragon's actually no I'm now I'm now I'm questioning what you meant by that stealing the dragon's breath. I mean, he was like in a wagon or something. Oh, no, it would have been after that. Okay, let me just tell you that. All right, so when you had first gotten back to Westman after the black dragon attack, oh, there was this know. knight that was helping out with all the refugees inside the town and oh. he was he was a very he was a very 
forward and stern knight and he immediately started ordering you around to get some work done because you were just standing around doing nothing. I don't remember him. You, yeah, I, I wouldn't surprise. Well, you do actually. You do remember him briefly. <laughs> you, that's, that's what the role was for. So you remember interacting with this guy very briefly and that he was, uh, yeah, you just remember that he was a very, uh, very honorable, very straightforward knight, but he de- definitely seemed like he liked to be in charge and he liked to tell you what to do. That's cool. So this is the guy that Dimitri would like you to rescue from the dungeons below the church. What if, um, Wyatt, um, what if we find him and we cannot save him? You know, then we do not get our prize. <laughs> well, it's, then can, um, I would expect you to, um. Bring the body. Come back and report to me that. We've and ideally, deal with whatever it was that, you know, may have killed White. Oh, my, and have him slaughtered. Whatever killed him. However you see fit to deal with it. Slaughter! <laughs> Let's kill him! Let's kill him! Wait, wait, wait. Wait, you don't, is, even, know, you don't even know what White it is. Is White even dead? No, you don't know. <laughs> You Wait, he has Nala's kill. You're already Let's plotting revenge him. for for Wyatt, and you have you, you have no idea what what his fate is. So assume at this point that Wyatt is still alive. That slaughtered whatever kills Wyatt. Slaughter. Okay, and so in that Wait, we're gonna slaughter ourselves. So assume Wyatt is still alive, and that is why Dimitri is sending you into the dungeon oh to gosh. to get him. So I'm really exci- I'm really excited about this because we've done the dragon bit, right? Have we done like a proper dungeon? Have we done a dungeon crawl yet? I don't think we have. Um yes. Yes, yes, yes. Have yes. we? The like, first time we met a um, the first time we met a vampire. The um uh, three musketeers. The musketeers. Ooh. They have a dungeon and we went in there. That's right. We wow. did do it there. You're right. Okay. So And that's when I got bitten by a werewolf. Um, no, that's not where you got bit by a werewolf. Yeah, was there someone locked up in the dungeons, and they bit me. No, well, oh, no, you're right, you're right. It was in the dungeons of the, under there. But no, I mean, like, a dungeon crawl of, like, where we're going through rooms, you gotta search for traps to deal with monsters and treasure and all that stuff. Yes, 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 yes. We, we did do it. It was it was before we got to Mount Olympus, because... Yeah, no, we were going... We had to deal with all those spiders. Yeah, we went through tunnels. Ah! When Westman was... All, when we were, like, going through the safe area, and mm-hmm. we were exploring... That was a dungeon, I guess. Okay. Um, And then, also when we were going to the werewolf cave or something, was yeah. that a dungeon? Yeah, kind of. All right, so we've done lots <laughs> of dungeons. Okay, so this is a new... All right, now we're going to do another dungeon, huh? What? So, so, but the thing that's going to be a little bit different about this one is that I broke out the uh, the grid, the whiteboard that we're going to draw on for rooms, and we got some miniatures and stuff like that to, to try and deal with the combat. Because one of the things that I realized is that as we're getting up into these higher levels, the combat's getting a little bit more complicated, and the things that you can do and what the monsters can do uh, is harder to keep track of unless we have it laid out on a board. Because after that combat with the vampire and Dave, things may have gone differently with that if you had known or seen where everyone was at visually with the board. So we're going to try and give this a shot. Um, we'll do our best to describe what's going on on the board so that people that are listening uh, don't miss out on it because this is in audio format. But this is really just for us to, to keep track of the complexity of, of the combat, but we'll try and keep it moving forward and, and describe it as best we can. 
Do we have a deal? We're all set, right? Dealio. Dealio. Okay. I want that agate. <laughs> if if we go fast, can I get that agate today? Uh, potentially. Let's see how we do. So, and I love. Um, so I did get a miniature for for Boom. I found a, a flesh golem miniature that we could use, and uh, Birdie had printed out a little picture of a corgi, cut out the head, and taped it over the top of that miniature for for Boom. So I will post it on Twitter. Yeah, I'll definitely post it on Twitter so people can see the wonderful creation that she did. <laughs> All right, Dimitri leads you down some stairs. He goes down a couple of levels in the big uh, castle of the Church of Muhammad. Uh, don't look at my map. Don't look at my map. I want to look at it. And can he, I look at it? And he leads you to a dark hallway. Which yeah. you can see okay in because you're elves. You have dark vision. Yeah. And he leads you to a large. Well, oh, covering up the camera there. And he leads you to a large wooden door. A very solid, solidly look, solidly built looking door, with thick iron hinges on it and a huge crossbar on it, barring it from from being opened. And he says, "Now, when I open this door." and let you in. I'm going to close it behind you. So when you come back, we will have someone waiting here and we just need you to knock and they will let you out. But we have to keep this door locked while you're in there. Is it spooky? It is spooky. Dun, dun, dun! Ah! Is there spiders? I... <laughs> I, I don't know. There, there may be spiders down there. Okay, I don't... I don't know what lurks down in there, and that was the reason why we had sent Wyatt in, is because he was going to clear out whatever was down there. So he lifts the crossbar over the door, and he opens it. <coughs> what? Did you just meow? <laughs> That's a great foley work there, bird. <laughs> meow. <laughs> and you look at sound like a cat. A, that, I thought you made a cat sound when you did that. <laughs> so the door opens up. The, this, that's not what it sounds like. The, the door opens up, and you're looking down into a steep, narrow, dark stairwell. It goes down into the the depths of this temple. All right, he pushes you in and he locks the door. Okay. So you get down to the bottom of the stairs and it immediately turns to the right. And there is a cross hallway that is there where you can go left or you can go right. Let's go left because I don't trust right because it always. All right, so it is just the three of you that gets to the bottom of the stairs because Mister, your po your ponies aren't with you because you wouldn't bring your ponies into a dungeon. They're never with us. I miss. We haven't seen them in like two years. I you haven't had to ride anywhere for a while. Um, Mister Bakpak is not with you because you've been in a rush to save Dave. Do you remember that? It's like that was no. what the whole last adventure. Why was. I bring Boom? You always because he just rides in, in your backpack. in your unicorn butt backpack. Wait, he sh he's in my backpack. Should he be in a backpack or no? I just assumed that you would have pulled him out going into a dungeon. Yeah, because it's spooky. 
So why would you bring him out? Okay. Because he's tough. All right. So you are now you are now entered into the dungeon. What would you like to do? I want to do it along the walls. Um. I let's. All right. Roll an investigation check for me. Uh, let's go. Okay. I'll do an inspiration. Investigation. Sixteen. Sixteen. I get a plus eight. Yes, I do. So you go up to Doodle on the wall, and that's when you realize that there is a spray of blood across the wall, Can directly I, in front of you. Let's go left. Let's, right. Wait, 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 wait. First, I would like to cast a spell because I feel like it is, it's called Detect Magic. Okay. I feel like that would be most important. This is a level one spell. Um, Ooh. I would like to do detect magic, please. And anything that glows purple is magic. So boom will glow. Dun, dun. Yep, boom glows. And it's a, it's so a, I cast the spell. Well, well, you're you're the only one that can see this, so it doesn't make items glow for everybody. But in your vision, they glow. What magical. color is boom in your vision, Sam? Purple. Can you roll green? A, roll an arcana check for me. Arcana? Me? Yeah. No, Mimi. <laughs> <laughs> no, me, me. Okay. Uh, eight. Eight? Okay. Can, no, can Birdie give me advantage? I give you. I give you advantage. Okay. How, how, how would you give Mimi advantage? She's helping me. She's like, go, Mimi. You can do this. You can go. <laughs> okay. She just gives <laughs> some encouraging words. Got it. Okay, um, then I got 19. 19, all right. So you cast Detect Magic, and all of the things on you, including Boom, glows in your vision purple because they are, they are magical. Nothing else jumps out at you as being magical in the immediate vicinity, but one thing you do remember about Detect Magic is that it does only look for magic. Like, it doesn't glow if there are traps or if there are treasure chests. I know, but Only like, if there's actual magic that's there. I know, like, if there's, like, um, they set magic off, they did magic so, like, a trap would happen when you stepped there. Right, because there's just, there's magical traps, which your spell would detect if they were magical, but there's oh. also just regular mechanical traps, which the spell would not detect. Okay. So let's go left. All right. Yeah. Let's go in the room. room. Is there room. more blood? Come on, let's go. Shh, shh. Is there, there more blood? There is no, no, there's no blood on the door, but uh, it is a door? strong wooden door that you are facing right now. We already oh. are in. Nope, you didn't go in yet. Oh. <laughs> let's go out. So who's going? Who's going first? Yeah. Who's the mar What's the marching order? No, boom, boom, go. Boom cannot open the door. Because uh, he does not have hands. Yes, he does. His paws. Oh, his new costume, though, there will be hands. Wait, instead of paws, does he have hands? <laughs> no, 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 no. Because they could totally be it with a flesh golem. <laughs> How about just this adventure? How, how about, like, one of his paws is a hand? No. No? How okay. about he has a spare hand? He can just take his paw off and he has a hand. I suppose he could use his mouth, depending on the door. Yeah. Okay, open. I dogs, open dogs. Open, open sesame, boom. It is. So he reaches up with his mouth to open the door and the door is jammed. Hi <laughs> girl. Kick. Kick. Talking to microphone All right. girl. Kick. All right, so Mimi, you're going to push Boom out of the way and kick the door? Kick. Okay, roll a strength check for me. <laughs> okay, kicky, kicky, kick, kick, kick. 
Boom is very strong, by the way. So if you wanted him to kick open the door, he would probably have a much easier time at it. <laughs> just, just his stance on his, like, you know how dogs 14. Like? 14. So you kick the door, and it hits a solid wooden surface and doesn't budge. Okay. It's boom. I'm going to do it. I'm going to try again. Yeah, it's not fair that you always get the medal. You have too um, many. 14 again. 14 again. <laughs> again, second kick. Yeah, you are not strong enough to, to budge Three. this door. You're not strong enough to budge this door. Four. <laughs> okay, so do, do you want to have Boom try and do it? Four. Should I roll for Boom? Yes, roll for Boom. Twelve. So can you roll roll a strength check for for Boom? Um, let us, should I just roll a 20? Roll a d20, yep, and add four to it. That'd be 22. 22? All right. So after a number of kicks on the door from from Mimi, Galaxy rolls her eyes, and then you you point at the door and tell Boom to, to smash into it. And yep. he leaps forward with the top of his head and bashes the door down, <laughs> and it goes flying off its hinges and, and into the big, dusty room. He just, he just looks at me like... So inside, alive, inside this room... A stream of quicksilver flows along a channel in the floor, and jagged steel blades project from cracks in the south and west walls. Let's go in. <laughs> We're going in. I put Boom first, so he's all the way in that room. And mean, yeah. Don't sacrifice. Okay. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. All right, give me a marching order. Who, who went in first? Boom. Boom went in first? Boom. Okay. Then who's after that? Um, Galaxy. Okay. And then me. No, and then it's... All right, can you line line those figures up? Galaxy has Boom go in first, and <laughs> he just goes trampling into the room. And Birdie, because you're next, I need you to roll a perception check for me. Thirteen? Thirteen? All right. So you don't notice anything as Boom goes moving across the room. But all of a sudden, from the back wall of the room... A huge spray of acid shoots out of a hole in the wall, and it hits all of you. It doesn't affect Boom, right? It does not affect Boom because Couldn't it does not... Couldn't I have seen that? Because I detect magic. No, it is not magical. It's a mechanical device. So that's why it does not hurt Boom, actually, because it's not magical energy. So, But I do need the both of you to roll a dexterity saving throw. 17. 17? Okay. Okay, let me roll. Seven. Seven? All right. Galaxy, you take 13 points of acid damage. What? Mimi, you take six points oh, that's nothing. of acid damage. I have 72. I have 25 left. So, uh, and unfortunately... Galaxy, you got hit with a lot of the acid. Because I'm in the middle. And that's probably where it was directed at. Right. And let's see how much you got on you. Boy. Yeah, you got sprayed like right in the face with most of the acid. With like, spray yesterday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's like, um, it's like boom inadvertently. Like boom was in front and the acid hit him, but it didn't do any damage to him. But he then, when the acid hit him, it like shot off of his body and all directly hit you. Oh, but, no, look at, no, look at, look at my character. <laughs> <laughs> look at that. 
Okay. So all so there's so you're sprayed all over with acid. It's burning your skin and it's continuing to burn your skin. You know that you're going to take more damage from this acid unless you do something about it. And you take 18 more points of acid damage. I am going to die. What are you going to do? Oh, I, I got to do something. I got to, with my quarterstaff, I run up, run up to the machine and destroy it. Well, it, the acid already stopped. This is now that the acid got sprayed out. This is the acid that's well, on her that's continuing to do, do damage. Do I have anything on my inner door? I don't know. I have seven hit points left. <gasps> okay, I have a bucket of water. You have a bucket of water? Yeah. Okay. From, from my explorer's pack. Okay. I throw it on her. Roll a roll it's a survival check for me. Okay, survival. Twenty three. Twenty three. All right. So you run over and you start dousing Galaxy with water immediately, and it is washing the acid off of her. So not only do you pour the water all over Galaxy, but you actually like strip her. Uh, down to her underclothing because all of the acid was uh, was on her wizard's robes. Boom! Reach into my backpack and, and grab some clothing. Okay. All right. So I can fit a lot of stuff in there. You can you can fit a lot of stuff. I, in there. I put all my belongings in there. So the the ground around you is sizzling and you can see the rock burning away from from this acid that shot out from from this acid trap. Uh, but you were able to stop the damage from happening to to Galaxy. Um, but if anything, this is maybe a lesson to be a little bit more careful and in going into rooms and checking for traps. How many hit points do you have left, Galaxy? Seven. Seven. I, Not a lot. I don't really have any healing. Anything like that. I think I should just rest in here. Do you have a healing potion? Any healing potions? Anything? Do not write that in. Put that pencil down. Look around. <laughs> yeah, that's you went through your inventory and everything, and you didn't come across potion of I acid resistance. I got the very bottom and tiny writing in a corner. Yep. Oh, how do I? Okay, let me just check. That would have came in really handy during this this very specific acid trap that you just came across. Um, would, would whiskey help? <laughs> Galaxy is probably in a lot of pain right now after getting sprayed with acid, so whiskey may help her. Whiskey helps me with my everyday life. <laughs> do I have any potions? I don't know. You tell me. Do you have any potions? I'm telling Galaxy, okay, let's each drink half of this potion of acid resistance in case there's more traps like this. How, do, how long <laughs> you, does it last? You can't, you can't share a potion like that. Well, I but here, take it. Galaxy, here. I should take it because I have... Galaxy, just drink it. Oh, it tastes like rotten egg. Drink <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, you, you down the the greenish liquid. Does not taste great. Yes, it tastes like rotten eggs. Um, but when it, when it settles into your stomach, you can feel the energy, the magical energy going out to every part of your body. And you do feel like that, hey, you could, yeah, you could probably weather some more acid damage. Uh, much more so than you could before. Okay. Let's get out of this room and try going right. Well, there is there is another doorway in this room. Where? Well, could you could you roll a investigation check for me I if you want to check things I out guess, in this room? I guess I can. Oh my 
gosh. I wrote that. <laughs> I got a five. You got a five? Yeah, okay. I don't know. Thirteen. Thirteen? No, we'll go, we're going to go with the thirteen. Eight. So you got a thirteen because we'll say the galaxy was helping you. And you do notice two things in this room. Other than, so there was this small stream of silvery liquid that was moving across the middle of the room. But on the other side of that, you see another door, and you also see a treasure chest. I go and open it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's more wait, hit points. Wait, 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 we actually don't. I've seen these in the monster manual. These are treasure chests that will eat you. I saw it. Oh. A boom, let your, have your little I'm serious, I saw it. Is it one of those? What do you do? Um, here I, I have. Um, I th I th by the way, the monster you're you're thinking about is called a mimic. I throw the empty, um, acid bottle, whatever it was. All right, so you grab it out of Galaxy's hand and throw it. Galaxy, out. will you let her take the empty potion out of your hand? Wait, but there's one more drop. It tastes like rotten eggs. Why would you? I know, but just in case. <laughs> I <laughs> okay. throw it. It's like in Hercules. Okay, can you roll? Can you roll an athletics check for me? Okay. <laughs> No, but I'm serious. I sell one of these. 16. 16. All right, yeah. It smashes in front of the chest. No problem. And nothing happens. Um, Maybe it doesn't no, only to do, a do, do your mage hand lift, lift the... Um, do the mage hand lift the... Okay, I need mama. I need no, mama don't use, mage hand. Don't use mama mage hand. Do, the, do just regular mage hand. Oh. Mage hand, let's go. Alright, so you send Mage Hand across the, the little river of silver liquid over to the chest, and it's locked. But it doesn't do anything when Mage Hand tries to lift it up. Look it! There's uh, a key I, on the ground! No. <laughs> there's no key I on the ground. I have a needle in my hair. You have a needle? Okay. Bring, it's less, less than pound. Bring Mage, mage Have hand. Mage Hand do it. Mage Hand, do it! Okay, so you're going to try and pick the lock? Yeah. yeah. Alright. Chan is. Or Boom could do it with his um his have, human hand. Do you have Boom does not have a human hand. No, Mei yes, he does. He keeps it in his <laughs> little satchel. I no, okay, so I'm willing to say that Boom has a human hand, but it would have to be permanent. Like his no. left his left paw is a human hand. No, no, no? Um, okay. Maychan um brings it over and tries to unlock the room. Okay, so Galaxy, you don't know how to pick a lock. So uh, I need you, and do you, and, w and you're picking it with a with a hairpin. Yeah. Is that right? You can do that. Look, okay. I know how to pick a lock. All right. Uh, I need you to galaxy roll a sleight of hand with disadvantage. Okay. And I wish I could give you more of a penalty than that, but there's no such thing as double disadvantage. So I have to roll. You have to roll it twice, and you pick the lower of the two, and this is sleight of hand. So, it's either 16 or 6. All right. So, the hairpin snaps off in the fingertips of your mage hand inside this lock that's on this treasure Dang chest. Dang it! Oh, my gosh. You have another. <sighs> okay. Have Boom unlock it with his mouth. Okay. He's very <laughs> smart. Wait, so... Boom is very smart. Do, do you want Boom to try and pick the lock, or do you want Boom to just try and break it? Boom, break it. Break it, break it. Okay. No, I will. Never mind. I, I, I help cheering, so I give her advantage for Boom. <laughs> go, Boom, go, you. Do it. I want some gold here. Come on, come well, on. Well, Boom, break it. All right. 
I, it's a well, why don't you roll for it and that'll tell us. 13. 13? All right. All right. So, boom reaches forward with its mouth and he's going to yeah. do a slam attack Bam! on this. <gasps> boom! I need you to roll 2d8, 2D8 plus 4. So yeah, so he slams open the lock. First, first bite rips it right off. Takes some of the wood with it, and uh, good boy. Yeah, nothing else happens. Wait, what? Is it purple? No, it is not. I go run up and take it off the tree. We know what's in it though. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the lid's not open yet. All right, so who's going to look in the chest first? Me. <laughs> Do you, want, do you want to roll initiative between the two of you? To see Me, I want to. No, I want to. Okay, so, okay. But I still get to have <laughs> oh, half. Oh, Galaxy doesn't want to be first. Got it. I, I, get, I get to have half of the treasure. No, I get it. All right. <laughs> you open up the chest. What was that? That, that was, that was the, like a... The squeaky hinges of the lid of the treasure chest opens up. Okay, what now? And you do see some purple light starting to come Stop. out. But at the, the bottom of this treasure chest, it is covered in gold coins, and there are, looks like, two magical potions that are sitting on top of the gold. Oh, are they, they a health? They are glowing purple. So, does it, would that mean that there's a curse on them, or no? It just means that they're magical. And you can tell from the glow that's on them that they are healing potions. <gasps> yeah! I get both of them! I'm going to keep one for myself, but I'm not going to drink it right away. Okay, and then the gold... So this is a good time to write into your inventory something. I know this That's is going to be an alien thing for you. That you actually got something, and you're going to write it in your inventory. So write potion of healing. Yes. Yes, you do not have that rhubarb pie anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that was ages ago. Um, so uh, what about the coins? What about them? Is, are they glowing? Uh, they are not glowing, but it is a bunch of gold. Um, you would probably estimate, uh, yeah, it's probably about 1,600 gold pieces that uh, are sitting we, at the bottom of that. So, um, 1,600. So, like, 1,600. Yes. Okay, um, we, Birdie, we each get 800. Sure. Is it locked off or anything? Uh, there's, Ernie, can you help? There's only one other door out of this room. I know, but is it? Is there anything in there? Is it like blocked off or anything? Like, is it? There, Are you gonna go over and try? Try and open it? I know, but it's a block. There's. Oh no! You no. There's nothing blocking your way to get to the door. Okay. Um. Is okay. So I open it, but I don't step in. Okay. Yeah, it okay, yep. This door opens no problem and it leads to another hallway. But I, there is a you do see a door at the other side. That's about twenty so this hallway is about twenty feet across. I go in. You open the door, it opens easily. You go in and then that's when you hear this click and then the door Ooh. slams shut and locks behind you. You are now in this room by yourself. And now you are seeing some glowing figures in this room. Large figures. It is the human, the things. No, they're much, they look, well, so they're, they're actually invisible. The only reason that you see them is because they have magic that has made them invisible. So those, those figures over there 
um, don't represent the actual monsters that they are, but I wanted to show you that's like that's how much space they take up. Like each one of them is about four times larger than you, and there's two of them that are over there. You still can't quite see what they are because they're just kind of like this this blob of magical energy that's that's over there. Um, did it? And they're moving. Did the door lock behind me? It did lock behind you. Yes. All right, so we're going into combat. Let's roll initiative. Me too? Yeah. Roll one for boom as well. Natural 20! Natural 20, all right. But I'm not even in the room. Right, so you got to have to get into that room if you're going to help Mimi at all. This will be boom. Boom will be the five. Okay, so it actually turns into a four for boom because he has a negative one on his dexterity. A 10 for me. Well, let's first establish, so Galaxy and Boom, did you stay, well, actually, yeah, they never said that they moved out of that room, so they're, you're a hallway and a room on the other side, so Mimi, you get to go first. I am going to, what's my, what's my animal that will do the most damage? A giant scorpion. I turn into a giant scorpion, and then I conjure animal, and I have a another big scorpion come. Okay. So you conjure the uh, scorpion first. I'm going to call him um, I'm going to call um, him Carl. Carl? So, the, so this room is going to fill up pretty quickly with all of these large creatures that are in here. It is conjure animal, right? Or con... Mm -hmm. Yeah. I believe this is... Is this concentration? It is concentration. So your detect magic would, would go away. So you would actually no longer see the creatures, their glowing aura on the other side. But I know they're this. coming toward me. Yes, yes you would. So can you roll a initiative for Carl the Giant Scorpion? Nineteen. Nineteen. <laughs> see, look, see, nineteen. Okay, so that actually works out really, really well for the initiative then. So then Carl gets to go next. So you. I don't know what a scorpion does. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll read the details to you. I only have Allosaurus and Polar Bear in them. Okay. So the giant scorpion actually gets uh, uh, three attacks. It does two attacks with claws and one attack with its stinger. So Carl, as a giant scorpion, but he's attacking thin air now, so he doesn't know what he's what he's going after. So I need you to roll a roll his first attack, but do it with disadvantage. Five. Five. Okay, that misses. Second attack with the claw. Four. Are you rolling it twice? Yeah, you, you had disadvantage. I know. You have to roll it twice and tell me the lower of the two. Oh. So on that attack, it's a four. Yes. Okay. So the next, okay, second attack then. Five. Roll it again. Four. Okay. <laughs> do you want to change dice, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Can I redo that? No, you can't redo that. All right, so the third attack with the scorpion is its giant stinger. Roll the attack for the giant stinger. One. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right, so Carl goes over there, snip, snip, and hits nothing but nothing but air. All right. Galaxy, it is your turn went. now. Yes, you did. You summoned a scorpion, and you turned yourself into a scorpion. That's all you can do. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to do this in a very... I'm going to use dimension... You are not in the room. I'm going to use dimension door. Okay. So me and Boom can heal going... We're going to walk through 
I choose the location, right? Uh, yeah, how does that work for a dimension? Read the description. Can you can you dimension door into a place that you haven't seen before? It says you arrive at exactly the spot you the spot desired. All right, so that this room is going to get Wait, even fuller. So now it's Boom's turn. So but Boom is in the room now. So what is Boom going to do? Boom smash. <laughs> no, okay. Hulk smash, boom smash. Where do you tell him to smash? Because the room, as far as you can uh, tell, is empty. Except for the two giant scorpions that are in the room. <laughs> smash at air in front in a few spaces from uh, the scorpions. Okay. So Boom is going to run forward. Smash. You know Boom can die. So Boom gets up there. But I can just electrocute him again, right? Yeah, if you shoot Boom with lightning, yes, he gets healed by lightning. I have a lightning power. Or, yeah. All right, so roll some attacks for, for, for Boom. <gasps> smash. Do the smash. So he gets uh, two uh, two slam attacks. Ro and you're rolling it with disadvantage because you c he can't see what he's looking Do at. Do I add anything? Uh, you would add a uh, plus seven to it, but you got to roll it with disadvantage. So roll it twice, pick the lower of the two numbers. So that'd be add. 25. Doesn't matter, whatever the lower one is. Or 21, so 21. Okay, great. <laughs> that's still really good. That is still really good. So that's that's the very first attack. So roll 2d8 plus four. 16. 16 points of bludgeoning damage. Nice. Yeah. So do another attack. But this time, no disadvantage. Just a straight-up attack because now this creature has become visible after being attacked. What is it? And this is a demon. Uh, and it looks like this thing on the right-hand side. I knew it! I knew it! I knew it! I knew it! It looks like... It looks kind of like a giant ape. Gorilla. Like I, a, I know. I've seen that. I, yeah, I knew it! It's called a Balgura. And it is a large demon. It stands about nine feet tall and looks like it's probably about somewhere between eight and nine hundred pounds. And it's got a huge maw of sharp teeth with saliva dripping down and, and with large canine teeth sticking out of the bottom jaw. And it looks like it's got a, a piercing in its lip with a broken golden chain on it. Like this is... Like this was a leash that was on this creature at, at some point in time. And it snarls and growls and boom at just Boom. The, boom does this back. And Boom goes in for another slam attack on, on this demon. So roll the attack. Plus seven? Plus seven, yes. Fifteen? Fifteen is just good enough to hit again. So roll 2d8 plus four damage. Thirteen, so that'd be seventeen. Seventeen points, okay. It's still really good. That is still really good, yeah. Alright, so Boom runs forward, slams into this creature once, it becomes visible, barks at it, it screams at him, and he slams into it again, causing even more, more damage on this thing. And Boom did a lot of damage uh, against this demon so far. <laughs> this one demon is going to go after Boom right away. And it gets three attacks... What hit points does Boom have? Boom has a lot of hit points. How much? Like 200? Uh, Boom has 93 hit points. So the one demon that you can see swipes out at Boom with its two huge fists, slams him into the ground, and, and goes out and tries to bite Boom, but all three attacks miss. Boom dodges out of the way easily. 
Now, the other demon that's there becomes visible as well, and it is another Balgura demon. So there's two ah! of these giant gorilla demons that are in the room, and it's going to go after Carl the giant scorpion. How much hit points do they each have? I, yeah, I can't tell you that. You just know that Boom went in with two slam attacks on it, and this creature is already not looking great after those two attacks. But they were still really powerful attacks that Boom slammed into him with. This one demon uh, slams out with its fist and miss Carl, but with the second attack, it does hit. And with the second attack, it actually gets a natural 20. All right, so Carl takes 12 points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, Carl starts out with 52 hit points. And so now he uh, he takes 12 points of bludgeoning damage, so he is now down to 40 hit points. And this demon is going to try and bite Carl uh, with a 16, and I believe that is just good enough to hit. You should have named him Hank. <laughs> that would have been a good name, Hank Scorpio. <laughs> and he take and Carl takes 13 more points of piercing damage from this bite. So this, this demon slams into Carl, misses with the first attack, hits him with the other fist, and, then, and, and bites him. But they are both visible in the room now, which will make them um, much, much easier to, to hit and see. So Mimi, we are back up to the top of the order. It's your turn. Go up! All right. So you go charging forward in scorpion form. Because the, the giant scorpions take up so much room, you can get at... Actually, where you're at right now, you can move forward and get at both of them. So which one would you would you want to go after? The one that just became visible or the one that, that Boom has already hurt pretty good? Uh, Boom that hurt really good. Okay. So I'm going to go and do my claws, grappling, and sting. Okay. So you charge forward as a giant scorpion. And you move. Okay, so you can get around Boom. So you can get close enough to both of them. So yes. So, are you gonna, so which one are you going to go after? I'm the one that Boom did. Okay. All right. Go ahead and roll your first attack. And with, um, yeah, and just as a reminder, you get plus four to hit as a giant scorpion. So um, that would be a 11. That'll miss for the first attack. Okay, second attack. Natural 20! Natural 20, okay. Again. <laughs> <laughs> so with natural 20, uh, roll 2d8 plus two for the damage. 2d8 plus two. Um, 15. 15, all right. And so now... I have my stinger. And now this, this Balgura is grappled. All right, so roll your sting attack. 10. 10, that will miss. Okay. okay. So now it is Carl's turn. He's going to go after the other Balgura Did demon. I kill the other one? You did not, but it is, it is still not looking, it is not looking great. So both what? you and Boom have done a lot of damage to it so far. All right, so Carl's going to go after the other demon that's in the room. So two two claws attack. Thirteen. How much? Thirteen. That misses. Second claw attack. It has to be like sixteen. Um, twenty-two. That will hit. Roll the damage. One d eight plus two. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm um, six. Six. Okay. And this Balgura is grappled as well. So they are both grappled. Both giant scorpions have got hold of the demons and have got them locked down in place. So they can't move at this he point. He has to do the stinger now. Yep, do the stinger. 19. 19. So 19 will hit. So this is the first sting attack that has landed. So <laughs> roll 1d10 plus 2. This is the piercing damage that the stinger does. 1d10. I know, I know where it is. Okay. This is a 10. No, this is 12. 
This is ten. This is ten. Ten. Nine. Nine. Okay, so nine points. The stinger shoots out, hits this demon in the chest. Just want to make sure. Aw, oh, dang. What? This demon is immune to poison damage. So you still do the piercing damage, but you don't do any more damage from, from the poison. But the poison damage that it does, if he wasn't immune to poison, would be 4d10 poison damage is what would, what would happen from this. All right, so that's Carl's turn. Now it is Galaxy's turn. So Galaxy, see where you are at in the room? You're still in the back corner, and everyone is filled up. There is a little bit of a space that you could get by the one giant scorpion on the left-hand side to get at them, but you if you were going to shoot anything, you're at that one demon that's in front of Mimi right now. You would not be you don't have clear line of sight. Would fireball work? Uh fireball Fireball would work um and you could sculpt it around the three creatures that are there. Uh can you roll a Roll a religion check for me, though. Okay. 22. 22. These are demons, so you know that more than likely, they've got some strong resistances to fire. It probably would still do some damage, but you're guessing that it probably won't be as effective. But you could cast it without causing any more damage to uh, to your, your allies in the room. Would Kona Cold work? Um... What did you get on your religion check for these demons? It was a, it was 22. over 20, right? Okay. All right, I will just tell you then, because you got so good on that, you recognize these kinds of demons, and you know that they are resistant to cold, fire, and lightning damage. What? That's basically all I can do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're resistant to it, so it means that they would take half damage. But you could still hurt them, potentially, with it. Lightning, I'll just do some lightning. Well, they are resistant to that as well. And with lightning, to hit both of them, you would have to move up right next to one of them and shoot it through both of them. So I would say, if you're going to choose one, I would probably go with Fireball. Yeah, that'd be better. Okay. All right, so then they get to roll uh, Dexterity Saving Throws to see if they take uh, half damage. First one does make it with an unnatural 20, and the other one makes it with a 19, I'm guessing. What is your spell save, DC? 17. 17, yep. So they both make it. So, so they have to take half damage? Well, they're, yeah, they're going to take half damage, and then they're going to take half of that because they're resistant to fire. Oh! So I need you to roll the damage for your fireball. Are you, were you casting it at level 3? Just the standard? Okay, so roll 8. Yeah. Yeah, roll 8d6. So basically all your D6s. 21? Okay. No, no, I got it. I got it. So, all right. So 20 points of fire damage. And because they made their dexterity saving throw, that gets rounded down to 10. And because they're immune to fire, they each take five points of fire damage. Technically, it's like 9.5 or something. All right. So it is a fireball, as always, is an impressive looking spell, and the room for an instant is filled and turned into this fiery inferno. But the demons, they just, I mean, they, they're a little smoky and they look a little singed from it, but not nearly as much as what you would expect from, from that kind of a of show of power. Yeah. All right, Boom's turn now. Yeah! Boom, what you got? He's gonna do his head punch. All right, he's gonna do some smash attacks. Okay. Let's let me do this. 
17 plus 7? Yep. 24? That'll hit. Uh, 10. 10? All right. So, boom, smashes into one of the, the legs of one of the demons, and it drops to the ground, but it's not out yet. Boom's got one more attack. Twenty. That hits. Thirteen. Thirteen. All right. That is enough to kill this demon. But we still have another. So that demon crashes to the ground in a large thump as Boom smashes into it and smashes the life out of out of this demon. All right. So now, uh, yeah, Boom is last from our group. So now it is going to be this. Last Baragura's turn. And it's going to go after Carl. First attack is a natural one. Uh, second attack is going to hit. This is a fist attack. And Carl disappears. So a big slam attack from the one demon smashes down on Carl and it reduces his hit points to zero. And as that fist hits him, he's like. Wah! And then poof, disappears in, in, in smoke. How about Boom starts crying? So Carl is off the table, but it's so this demon has got one attack left. It's bite attack, and it's going to go after Mimi. And that is that does hit, because the bite that is going to be a 21 to hit. And you take 10 points of piercing damage. So this demon being surrounded um, and seeing its friend drop did not make any attempt to break three. Uh, oh, actually, no, it would be broken free of the grapple. It's going to run for the door, actually. Yeah, so this demon, seeing that it's surrounded and its other demon friend just fell, but it took out the scorpion. So what it's going to do is that it's going to run past Mimi. And Mimi, you're going to get an attack of opportunity as it moves past you. Um, I'm going to try doing my scorpion. I do have an idea, though. I could do a dimension door right in front of where he's running, and then he just gets teleported right back into the room. Okay, yeah, when, when it's your turn. And uh, isn't the door locked? Oh, yes, you are right. Yes, the door is locked. And isn't it very strong? It is It is very strong. So, But it's still going to dash through the door because it's trying to get away because it does not think that it's going to survive this encounter. So, Mimi, yeah, I'll allow you to do your sting attack on it as it goes running by. So, run in, uh, roll an attack. Eight. Eight. 24. Eight. 24? Okay. Uh, that hits. Uh, roll a 1d10. 1d10 plus 2. Ooh. Piercing damage. Ten. Uh, eight. Eight points? Okay. It runs past you, you streak out with your stinger as a scorpion, you hit it, but it pays no mind to it, and it keeps going, and it slams into the door, stuck, forgetting that the door was locked. That's my turn. Yeah, so now we're back up to the top of the order. Okay, I do my scorpion. All right, so then you would turn around. Yep. So you, yeah, Which so... Which one? A natural 20 or a natural 20? A natural 20? All right. So you turn around, so after stinging it as it was running by you, you turn around in hot pursuit, and it stops when it hits that, that locked wall or that locked door, and you then attack it some more. So you, you're going to start off with the stinger? Uh, sure. Or, or is that the claw attack? I don't um, Let's do... We'll do the claw attack because that's the way that we've been doing it. So, all right. So your claw attack, uh, that does hit. Roll the damage for it. 1d8 plus 2. How do you like being a giant scorpion? It's, it's okay. Not as good as a bear. 
Oh, did you roll a one? Yeah. Okay, three points of damage. No, it is grappled again. Okay, go ahead and roll your second claw attack. Uh, 14 would miss. So that's okay. I give you advantage. No, no, you have three attacks. Now do your sting I did. attack. I already did. I rolled it. I got five. Oh. Then I rerolled it. Oh, okay. So that missed. Okay. All right. So now, um, and Carl the scorpion, he is no longer with us. Galaxy's turn. Because he, he got killed by the demon. Galaxy's turn. <laughs> now it is Galaxy's turn. No. All right, Carl. Yep. Carl's no more. Rip Carl. Rip, rip. Okay. What are you going to do now? The lightning one. You going to do lightning bolt? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it missed its dexterity saving throw, so roll 86. <laughs> it's going to take full damage, but it is resistant to lightning, so it's going to take half of that. 33. Wow. Yeah, it's 33. 33? Okay, so then that would round down to 16 points. Sweet! So the lightning bolt streaks out from... Uh, from your magic wand hits the demon in the side and again doesn't do as much damage as you would hope but it this demon is not looking great right now so it is boom's turn all right so boom now turns around and runs at the balgura demon as well so roll the attack for boom 23 that hits roll the damage okay 2d8 plus 4 16 16 damage Damage. That's pretty good. Is he dead? He is so close to being dead. But Boom has a second attack. 13. Okay, so the second attack misses. <laughs> Steve, can you give me advantage? Advantage. Nope, <laughs> that's not the way it works. <laughs> Unless you want to use your point of inspiration and give I that to Boom right now. I want to do my inspiration because I still have one. Yep, and you can give it to Boom. Okay. You're like, you can do it, Boom! You can do it! You're the best dog in the world! Even better than Abby? 14! 14 is not good enough to hit. Oh, you can do it twice, though. No, you, this is this, that's the second time. Erase, Natural 20! Erase your point of inspiration. Unfortunately, it was not enough for Boom to, to hit No, but I still, have, I still have one. No, you don't. You can only have one at a time. Okay. So this demon now... Still not thinking, it's, it's close to Death's Door at this point. It uses both its fists and punches down the door into this room. And right before it dives through, though, it's, it, it sees that the giant scorpion that is Mimi had come up on him. And he turns around and, and he bites you. And you take 22 points of piercing damage. Luckily, that wasn't me because I still have seven. Oh, wait. No, I'm supposed to be at full health. No, you took a bunch of damage from the acid, remember? Yeah, but I got that healing potion. Yeah, but you didn't drink it. Yeah, I should. I'll just <laughs> All right, and then it's going to turn around and dash through the door. So, Mimi, you get... Ice cream cake! You get an attack of opportunity on it. I'm right by the door, though. No, you're not. You're off in the corner. 13. 13 misses. Other claw. No, you only get one attack. That's the way the attack of opportunity works. Boom gets a chance for an attack of opportunity as well. So, Birdie, yeah. roll an attack with Boom. 28. 28, that hits. Roll the damage for a slam attack. 14. 14. 14 damage. Okay. He's dead, so, he's dead, he's dead, he has to be dead. So, this he's demon dead. turns around and shoots towards the door. 
catching Mimi off guard as as her giant in her giant scorpion form. But she shoots out with one of her claws, just barely missing its leg. But that's when Boom charges forward, slams into the lower back of of this demon, and you can hear a crunch. And was it his butt? No, in, in, in his back. And he hits it's it so hard, you can see the demon flail back, and then it falls to the ground in that hallway, lifeless. Okay, um, Galaxy, can you do a portal to where they are? Because you, uh... uh I, well, you can't talk right now because you're a giant scorpion. I turned back into Mimi. Okay. Can you do a portal that would transfer us all the way down to what, where those people are? I don't know where they are, though. I have to know where they are, right? That's right. Well, you know they're here. Yeah, but I don't know the exact coordinates. Okay. Yeah, because her dimension... Yeah, she needs to know the exact location that she's going to, or she needs to have been there before. You've been with him before. (laughs) (laughs) She hasn't been at the location, though. Come on. So, okay, so you've killed all all the monsters in this room. Okay, I'm going to use my point of inspiration, and I... Where should we go from here? What would be a, a good way to get to them? So, well, this way, though, you take a... Roll, roll investigation for me. Nine. Okay. With, so, you've killed these demons, these very big, powerful demons. And you start looking around the room. It's a pretty plain room. And it looks like there's nothing else in here. This is a dead end. You went the wrong way when you first got down into the dungeon. Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters is a proud member of the Block Party Podcast Network. Check out our other shows such as the Dungeon Masters Block, the GM Showcase, Geek Wars, and more.